<laughs> oh yeah. I got this new uh, weed today. Just started smoking it after work. It's called... Uh, I really liked this. Um, I Lately we were doing... We were rocking this Blue Dream. Everybody knows Blue Dream. I feel like that's a pretty common... Pretty old. Yeah. It's old school. It's common. Uh, it's a common herb. But I started going to this new place, Mighty Tree. Uh, I like uh, I like what they got going on there, and this new one, Garlic Storm. What? Is yeah. It <clears throat> What's that? Is it garlicky? It is. No way. Yeah. It's like skunky, but garlicky. It's a sativa hybrid. Um, so I, but I think it leans more sativa, but yeah, I, 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 have you know, uh, are you familiar with the garlic for like, um, dabs and wax and all that? No. Out here, it's really popular. The flavor garlic. And what's amazing is Adam Carolla did a whole thing on how they should make vape pens that are like. Smells like turkey dinner or like Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, I know. It's, I know. I remember that so and good. And it is genius. I agree. But they all, they already have that out here. It's called, it's these garlic flavors. And it literally, and they have like dinner flavors out here where you like vape it out or, you know, you dab it and it's, it's garlic smelling. What? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So then you, your breath just smells like garlic? I don't, well, I don't know. I don't have to all, deal with it. Day. So, uh, you know. Yeah. Shame on you, I guess. Somebody told Bill Maher, I just realized why kids aren't having sex. <laughs> it's all the garlic storm. It's the garlic <laughs> breath. Dude, I'm telling you, it's uh, it, it doesn't really taste like garlic, but it kind of, you can see where they're coming with the garlic. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, oh, okay, I got but it. But there is yeah. a garlic. It's weird. Right. It's hard to explain. I know, yeah. However, there is there is the uh, vape stuff right now. It exists where it smells like food or whatever. I don't know. Weed's in a cool place, man. The industry's down right now, really bad. And what's funny about weed people is they don't understand, I guess, that when the economy, when people can't afford food or baby formula or gas, they can't go buy weed. Yeah, it's the last. It's, it's the, not like, it's not like alcohol where those people are gonna die, right? You yeah, know, what right? I mean? The great call, actually. Yeah, I could just not smoke weed. Yeah, and I think that's actually what's going on in the industry here, and people are really like, they really don't understand like why there's nobody buying weed right now. It's because uh, <clears throat> the times are tough, so people are gonna get drunk. When times are tough, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and you're Good right. Like, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, alcoholics, man, they um, they need they like need booze to live. Yeah, it's like one percent buys ninety five percent of the booze. <laughs> it's that's outrageous. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I always say I always tell people like if like you always. <clears throat> there's a difference between somebody with a drinking problem and just like a, a normal person. Like mom and dad have a bottle of alcohol. Oh, I said this before. I told you before, right? Like they have a bottle from like when I still lived there 10 years ago. Wow. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. I, I don't have a bottle more than a week old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That's. I know what you mean. Yeah. That's the difference. That's the difference. Well, did you uh, read about the baby formula stuff that's going on right now? <clears throat> yeah, I really don't get it. Apparently, they can't get baby formula. I read one article. Um, it was about this there lady. Was a recall. Yeah, there was this recall on this like specialized formula. Uh, in this one article I read, the lady's daughter has like an like. Uh, what is it? A, a, a esophagus like condition, and needs this like specialized formula, and they're completely yeah. out of it. And uh, like, uh, I guess they're like bartering and rationing formula in like Texas and all these other places. It's really weird. But there was a recall, <sighs> yeah. and so and That's... then all these plants are catching fire. Uh, we talked about the. <laughs> I know. The planes crashing. Planes crashing and planes catching on fire, which we did discuss. And then I actually did a little digging on it. And I found out that um, at food processing plants, fires are actually quite common. They happen almost every day. Um, because uh, the dust. Fryers. That makes sense. They're fry- we'll think about like a chicken place that does chicken tenders. And they freeze them, right? And you get your bag of frozen fried chicken tenders, right? The place where they process that, those fryers, they have grease fires regularly, like on the daily. There are fires in these places because they're pumping out so much product. Yeah, I never did either. I honestly never even fucking thought about it. And apparently fires happen all the time. It's not like an unusual thing. It's just getting a lot of, play right now um and recognition i think because of the uh threat of food shortages that keep happening from the biden administration honestly and so i think people are kind of just digging around and like oh my god what another one caught on fire but then you kind of you know so you could read the headlines and if you read like five or six headlines in a week or two you're like oh my god there's a conspiracy but in reality Fires literally happen all the time at these places. And if you think about it, well, yeah, I, I worked in kitchens where fires happened all the time. And it has to do with fire clean, uh, fryer cleanliness. If, if you're not cleaning these fryers and the oil out regularly, they get dirty. They collect stuff in it from those chickens and, you know, the grease and everything. And the fried stuff kind of accumulates in there. And then that stuff heats up and it just literally just bursts into flames after a while. And if you have a massive plant processing, massive amounts of it, you're gonna get a massive fire. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what's oh, gonna yeah, happen. For sure, you dude. know, like yeah. that's just the bottom line. Like the second that fire happens, that's a big fucking fire. It's oh, not like yeah. when the fire in in the fryer at the kitchen happens, the whole little fryer catches on fire. So you put the pan on top of it to to end the fire, to douse the fire out, right? Well, right. what do you do when you have a processing plant, gigantic <laughs> fire pit like happening? It's probably really hard to put out. You probably don't have a large enough pan to put yeah, down on that thing or enough salt. You throw all the illegal immigrants on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> you, you run for your lives. You call the fire department. That's literally what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all you can do. Yeah. Oil is so hard to put out. Oh, and, and the second it catches, yeah. it's like, boom, that's it's it. Do- oh, it's done. Yeah. yeah. So when I kind of thought about it and did some digging, 
you know, Mike, you know me, I'm a conspiracy guy, but that's one of those I'm going to actually put put to the uh, the left right now loves the fear, but let's never forget, so does the right. Oh, yes. And, so, and so the right is playing on the fear of the economy and of the food shortages, and they're playing into that fear. And so, of course, they're trotting out Tucker Carlson to go and, and stoke that fear and stoke that fire. So, so you're saying that this might be an, an abnormal maybe period of time, a little higher, but it ebbs and flows and we're well within the normal range. Yeah, I think it has a lot more to do with the fact that uh, there's a labor shortage and that there is inexperienced labor operating uh, these places. I, okay. And I, I think would, that's the number one cause. I would want to, yes, you're seeing that across the board. Yeah. Every company's having the problem with injuries. Yes. Insurance claims. Yes. Uh, I would agree with that 100%. Yeah, the myth busted by the dudes. Good job, Frank. (laughs) That's right, people. We're not just tinfoil nut jobs. We do a little reading sometimes. We figure it out. Wait a minute, you can read? No, no. I watched a video on YouTube about it. It was called Alex Jones. He told me the food processing plants are turning everybody gay, actually. That's right. <laughs> now that I believe. Yeah, that's right. Have you been to Bucktown? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Something's going on. And they love those Tyson Nuggets. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, interesting. I, dude, I would definitely, I could definitely see it being chalked up to... Uh, inexperienced workers over because it's not that dramatic <clears throat> of an in you know no it it really isn't but i have a let's see what the ladies at the view have to say about it mike <laughs> somebody needs to process those ends <laughs> Uh, I don't actually have any view clips today. Sorry, that was, that was just a little callback. You know, I like my callbacks. That's so good, dude. But your callbacks. But food so shortage. Um, you know, it, Mike. It, we're nut jobs, dude. It has nothing to do with inexperienced workers, or maybe the labor shortage, or the fact that you know we eliminated a huge part of the labor workforce, not just in food processing, but in transportation through vaccine mandates. No, none of that has anything to do with it. You know, this is all Putin. We always have been. We've been the arsenal of democracy. I stand here today to thank American farmers who are the, who are the breadbasket of democracy. You really are. You know, we talk about, you know, every investment banker could leave their job. If every farmer left, we'd all starve to death. You know, let's talk about what's important. All these jobs are important. But I just think about it. Right now, America's fighting on two fronts. At home, it's inflation and rising prices. You sure about that, Abroad, it's helping Ukrainians defend their democracy and feeding those who are left hungry around the world because Russian atrocities exist. And Jeff and the American farmers understand Putin's war has has cut off (laughs) critical sources of food. Ukraine was the world's largest producer of wheat and corn and cooking oil, but wheat the largest. For example, Ukraine says they have 20 million tons of grain in their silos right now. 20 million tons. 
So and good guess out, what? out of the gate. But. Those tons don't get to market. An awful lot of people in Africa are going to starve to death. Oh, did you catch uh, that? I'm going to keep it going. but Africa. Yes. Because they are the sole, sole supplier of a number of African countries. Somalia, I won't go through them all. But oh, the point is don't. this. He can't. He only remembers Somalia. Somalia, that's it. Somalia. Somebody go check. I'm pretty sure they must have given him money. <laughs> Yeah, they have something going on with Hunter, I guarantee. They, they owe Hunter. <laughs> Putin has warships, battleships. You know, I, you know why he's really in a hurry to collect from Somalia? Because Hunter's about to go to jail. Uh, Which makes me think, uh, we're going to get to it, man. But this, I think all of this has a lot to do with Hunter. The Ukrainian ports yes. to get this, this, this grain out, to get this wheat out. The brutal war launched on Ukrainian soil has prevented Ukrainian farmers from planting next year's crop. Next How many farms did Putin Wait, and were any of these anywhere near where Nancy Pelosi was the other day? Or, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Is Russia's the second largest producer. But we're doing something about it. Yeah. And our farmers are helping both, on both fronts, reducing the food cost of price of food at home and expanding production and feeding the world in need. Yeah, that's Joe. So we're going to feed the world? I don't understand. <clears throat> I don't think... We can't feed our own kids. I don't think the White House realizes that their message makes no sense. No sense at all. So... <laughs> but... How, when I, okay, first and foremost, I thought we were the superpower. Oh, well, he's How lying. Putin, Dude, we supply... Putin, Putin, Putin ruined our economy, and he's starving people in Africa. This guy, Putin's running the world right he's now. He's literally running the world, Mike. <laughs> I'm running to South America. That's the only place not affected by Putin right now. I'm moving to Russia. Apparently. They got everything over there. They know what they're doing. They might doing. as well. I can just go to the epicenter. This yeah, is Moscow. So Russia and Putin, they're simultaneously the greatest power in the world and total buffoons. It doesn't make... It, you, you have to pick one. That's number one. Number two, are we starving or is Africa starving? And it's, who should we care about first? Well, it's... Yeah. And it's not us, man. Right? It's not us because we're the number two world supplier of wheat. Yeah, I, I was... Yeah, I'm pretty. Sure, I was thinking that, like, yes, sure uh, we got a lot of wheat. Right? It's Ukraine, and then it's us in Canada, dude. Wow. You know who's fine? North America is fine. This is all Maybe. bullshit. No, I think this is bullshit. I think he can't. I think the White House is just totally fucking lying. I think the the food shortage thing is a total fabrication. Hmm. Dude, go to the grocery store. There's a lot of fucking food out there. Yeah, but it's not, dude. It's <clears throat> it's rough pickings out there. The fruit's terrible. And <clears throat> it's not here, Mike. It, dude, here our grocery store is literally uh, locally uh, sourced. Even our like Dominic's, if you will. We have King Supers, which is a national place. Where are you gonna get a peach? We have Palisade peaches. From Colorado. Yeah, Palisade Peaches. They're famous. How are they growing peaches right now? In a greenhouse? We uh, Peach season, uh, they are ready in August. They're probably growing really nice right now. 
Yeah, but I mean, they don't have the supply all year of peaches, you know? I get that. And do we need to have the supply all year? I I want my peaches all year. I eat seasonally, Mike. Get with the program. That's what we're supposed to do. Eat seasonally. You think so? Yes, that's what healthy people. That that's the the part. The thing about globalism that was a total farce uh, is that you're supposed to be able to have your peaches uh, year round. You're not supposed to, or your strawberries. None of it. <laughs> you should get it seasonally. Your body is meant to consume the different types of vegetables that are available in your region at that time. Vegetables and fruits. I really believe. Hmm. And that's why generations before us learned how to harvest their fruits and vegetables and store them long term, pickle them, jar them. What did, how did we eat peaches year round, Mike? I know, I love the jar. The jar, our grandma peaches. would jar peaches. And the then we could eat peaches year round. We weren't eating yeah. peaches shipped to us from Mexico or Venezuela or wherever. We were eating peaches grown. Chili in the yeah, yard, chili. yeah, chili. Yeah. Peaches grown <laughs> in the yard, and uh, when the abundant harvest came through, everybody got together and jarred them up, and everybody who helped got to take some home. <laughs> That's how it works, <laughs> <laughs> right? Am I right? I swear that's yeah. how it used to work. That's how we used to do it. But, Mike, it doesn't matter. We got food shortages. None of that matters, right? Because we're sending $40 billion to fucking Ukraine, dude. Think about a speaker. The gentleman from Maryland talked about protecting this institution or talked about this institution, but we got a $40 billion bill at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't had a chance to review the bill. My staff is pouring over the pages trying to see what's in it. You want to talk about the institution? You want to talk about standing up alongside Ukraine? Why don't we actually have a debate on the floor of the People's House? This is Chip Roy, by the way. Instead of the garbage of getting a $40 billion bill at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, not paid for, without having any idea what's really in it, with a massive slush fund that goes to the State Department, $13 billion, $8 billion for the Economic Support Fund, $110 million for embassy security. We've got $40 billion that is unpaid for, and you want to sit here and lecture this body about what we're going to do or not do about standing alongside Ukraine? Why don't we talk about the American people who are hurting, the wide open borders, the inflation that's killing people, the jobs that people can't get because of the cost of goods and services in this country. Sitting here and being lectured to when I don't even have time to look at a $40 billion unpaid bill. I make a motion to adjourn. Take that, Nancy Pelosi. That's Chip Roy, man. He he was fired up. Very red-faced, very sweaty, very angry. I don't know if you're familiar with Chip, Chip Roy. No, but not really. He's a passionate dude. I enjoy a lot of his speeches on the floor. He's been very vocal about <clears throat> vaccine and COVID mandates and stuff. And right now, you as you can tell, he's very passionate about this $40 billion. Are you, are you familiar with this bill that they're pushing through? Yeah, I can't believe it, dude. We're... we're... We just doubled their military budget in in a matter of a few months. I'll tell you why this bill pisses me off. I'm sure you saw the meme or the tweets going around or whatever. 
And hey, maybe this isn't verified. I don't care. It fires me up, and I love to talk about it. $40 billion bill. This could have paid for an entire year of redoing our roads and bridges in the United States. Can we fix our fucking roads, man, and stop paying for Zelensky for, like, one month? What the fuck, dude? Uh, how about you invest that money in some baby formula? <laughs> yes. All right. Look at me. I don't even care about the babies. I just, wanna, I, <laughs> I just want somebody to fill in the goddamn potholes on the highway. I mean, $40 billion, all you need to do is take, take five, five billion. Can we get some baby formula? Baby formula? Can we take the, we take the rest and open up some fucking oil rigs? Like, what, <laughs> like, how much money do you people need? Let me tell you about Colorado uh, Highway 25 here in Denver. On the way in southbound on 25, when you're heading into the city, you will pass right now three, three crashed, abandoned automobiles that have been there for weeks on the shoulder. <laughs> on, yes, weeks. Nobody is, has removed these crashed automobiles. They are just sitting there. Along this same road, there are various spots on the median where somebody else has crashed into the median. They, at some point, I assume months later, removed the car that crashed into this spot, but they never filled in the hole in the wall. So when you drive <laughs> down 25 right now, not only are you dodging swirling mountains of trash that are just apparently everywhere now. <clears throat> Why? Because... We live in Trash City, dude. That's where we live. Why do we have trash everywhere? Because there's homeless everywhere. That's why. Uh, and they're encamped yeah. all along the highways. Uh, and by the way, uh, to the one guy off of 6th onto the exit ramp onto 25, you know who you are out there? The guy who lets your dog just run freely onto the highway? I can't believe that dog is still alive. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh, no. the amount of traffic <laughs> this guy has caused because his dog literally runs onto the highway, dude. It's it's oh, unbelievable. Fuck, I, hit I hit the dog. Oh, oh man, that. it's unbelievable. Hit hit the dog and then sue that asshole for his fucking for the damage to your vehicle. We have gaping tire sized potholes on the highway. As you're driving and dodging these potholes, you got to look out for the homeless dogs running around. And then once you dodge those homeless dogs. You get to admire the beautiful scenery of abandoned, crashed automobiles rusting away on the side shoulders next to these gaping wide, just busted out holes as if a bomb was shot through them in the median. Mike, when I was a kid, what I just described to you, we live in dystopia, dude. This is a dystopian futuristic nightmare. Yeah. What the fuck kind of world is this? I seriously, I drive down this highway and I all I do is think about how disgusting this city is. This is liberal policy in action, man. No, it really is. Crashed cars remember, on the side of the highway should never be there longer than I, a few remember, hours. Dude, I had this conversation not too long ago with a guy who... Uh, you, you remember the broken window theory, right? Broken window theory. What that was me. like the that was like the big thing in sociology when we were like in college and stuff, or like even high school. Refresh me, it, please. It was like uh, if you if if you have a broken window in one, like if somebody in your house and your in your block has a broken window, right? Right. And they don't fix it, and nobody does about it. 
then like it just everything just slowly starts to deteriorate Hmm. you know right i'm not doing it any justice it was so long (laughs) (laughs) i get what you're saying the whole whole point is like uh, kind of like with my broken the whole point is like (laughs) right the whole point is i hate the fucking uh every wednesday i have to get up early and move my van or i get a ticket because it's street cleaning right right and I, i hate that ticket but that's what keeps you in line because if they don't do the streets Right. If they don't give you a ticket for not cutting your grass, then that's what leads to the crime. Yes. Societal the, norms, man. It's the slippery slope. I agree. You know? And that was like the whole thing. And nowadays that's thought of as just debunked. It's fucking garbage. Man. So that's what you're that's what you're seeing is no, it doesn't matter if you have this homeless encampment. It doesn't matter if you have this broke down car. That's not gonna lead to the crime. Oh, but the you crime's know, through the roof. Pre- yeah, let's not police these small crimes. They don't really lead to the big crimes. Dude, I'm telling you. It's, it's this whole mentality of these people are the victims. Uh, Mike, that, man. That's what kills me. Is you know, I'm driving down the highway. I'm seeing abandoned automobiles, crashed walls <laughs> that aren't being fixed, homeless encampments, stray dogs running onto the roads. Yeah. There's rampant crime. We now have news stories every night on our local uh channels about murders and gunshot and gunshots happening <clears throat> meanwhile governor polis is signing transgender rights bills okay uh dude take a drive take take one mile off of your little private road you created for you and your elite establishment here okay and drive on the normal highway with the rest of us peons and see what we're dealing with here and i don't think they i think that's this is a serious problem that we have right now which is who cares about the trans rights who cares when you have a homeless encampment dude who cares about ukraine who cares about covid who cares about trans anything who cares about (laughs) black lives matter seriously when gas is five dollars when my when my fucking daily grocery bill is 200 bucks fuck your black lives matter Fuck, fuck all, fuck Ukraine. I don't care. Who cares? Who cares about any of your bullshit bumper sticker agendas when I can't feed my baby? (laughs) Dude, you want to know, did you ever hear of the Black Liberation Movement? Isn't, isn't this the one that was a part of the Nick Sandman thing? No, that was the the Hebrew, that was the Hebrew, (laughs) sorry, sorry, Mike, I get my, uh. I get my Frank, movements mixed so up. I'm, I'm so... <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Kill me with the racism. Oh man, Kill me. Oh, I'm the worst. I gotta call Maxine Waters. <laughs> Ask for forgiveness. So... <laughs> Somebody get Al Sharpton on the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this, this guy was telling me that, that uh, he was. He was telling me that BLM, that's not the first time that they did it. And I was like, what do you mean? So like, yeah, the Black Liberation Movement. It was like 30 years ago. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, you, you, he goes, you and everybody else, you guys just don't remember because you're not old enough. But yeah, BLM was like, it was like in the 80s or something. It blew my fucking mind. I'm, I'm floored right now by that. <laughs> yes. Absolutely floored. <laughs> It was the Black Liberation. It was like the same exact bullshit. Now, was it run by the same 
people or is there is there a link is there a through no, 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 line but I think like, no, it wasn't run by the same people but i think those people are now going to be cellmates <laughs> oh my god! Well, what happened to Black Liberation? What happened to the Black Liberation movement? I never, I never got a ch- It's been a really busy week. I didn't get a chance to look into it, but uh, it, it it blew my mind when he told me that. I had such a good conversation with the guy about Chicago and like the crime and all that. That's really wild, man. I, I like honestly, yeah. uh, I didn't even know this was. Dude, he was talking about the Chicago Police Department. And I didn't even know this, man. There's a report. These reports keep coming out. So there was a report that the uh, Chicago police were a thousand officers short, right? Yeah. And and then this report, another report came out that said that was a lie. <laughs> and it was uncovered that they're actually 1,600 short. Yeah. That's 1,600 from an 8,000 staff, Right. They cut the staff from 12,000 to 8,000 just because they couldn't fill 12,000. Wow. So <laughs> you're, you're a thousand off of your 4,000 cut. <laughs> I am. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. So you my question to, is. Did you hear, did you hear about um, dude Memorial Day? No. They canceled all leave. Tuesday to Tuesday, wow. and all cops twelve-hour shifts. Tuesday to Tuesday. Wow. Why did they just me... expect a ton of violence? Oh, you, they're already running amok. But man, the worst part <laughs> is, is dude, I don't think that like these guys are humans, man. You're a human. Your boss calls you right now, Frank. I'm canceling all your days off. You're working the next twenty days straight, twelve-hour right. shifts. Right. Four days in, you don't give up. Fuck. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It yeah, doesn't matter what job yeah, it doesn't matter what job you're doing. And then that's when the stupid mistakes happen. You're right. You know? Like this is not helping anybody. This is just gonna get progressively worse. It just feels like there's these other powers involved that are constantly pushing, especially right now, like they're pushing really hard for something explosive to happen. Some sort right. of some sort of clash or something. I, I, I it's really weird, but what's funny from uh, I think our perspective is we've been kind of paying attention to a lot of this nonsense for so long now that it, you can almost kind of see through the game, and I feel like more people are seeing through it, and they're just not paying attention. Like I said a few weeks ago, Mike. What I think is going on is uh, it's summertime. I don't think people are really paying much attention anymore. I was thinking about that the other day. like Yesterday I was thinking that because really nothing happened this week news-wise. Yeah. It wasn't like, a, I mean, there was obviously some stuff, but not like, yeah, there was no slap. There was no, no, no. you know, there right. was no Supreme Court leak. You know, right. there was really no, there was no, there was no distraction. They worked really there hard was, to bury 2,000 mules. 
I, you know, I heard that in our recording, and I think you're right. I think all last, I think that was all the high in 2000 mules. I'm not kidding. What? I saw a thing online. You it can't even so Google stupid. it. Try if you try to Google like 2000 mules, it says 2000 miles. Yeah, but it's such a stupid movie. <laughs> I th- I don't think it was. Um, uh, I think it was poorly executed, and I, like I said when we went over it, like. They could have gotten a like a better narrator, right? Yeah, dude, and some really some more evidence. Here's my problem. Like my number one problem with it was, okay, the, I'm gonna assume all your numbers are right, right? So okay, right. twenty thousand people, twenty thousand ballots went went voted right through this. But you have to prove before you go and just subtract that number from the total. Like, you have to prove that those people would not have voted. Right? Like, you were going to vote for, uh, let's say you were going to vote for Joe Biden. Right. But then somebody came to your door. It was like, oh, hey, Frank, I see you're a registered Democrat. I work for the DNC and I'm collecting ballots. I could take it for you. So you give it to him. Right? Yeah. Now, that's still, I mean, that is still a legit Joe Biden vote. So... Are you just going to subtract that because it was taken by that? You know what I'm saying? I do, but I. So I, yeah, they just there's too many. It's, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. I I think it's <laughs> here's my thought. <clears throat> they won, whether they cheated and won or won fair and square. It's 2022. Yes. Can we yes. focus on 2024? Can we worry about the guess? gas prices just all i care about literally just make your message hey remember two (laughs) two years ago gas price just you know i you know biden administration today they canceled um several i can't remember the exact number but it was several um uh potential offshore drilling projects that were about to that were (laughs) trying to be cleared off of the west coast and they literally canceled it today the only reason you would do that is because you want there to be a gas shortage. Yeah, they want you to buy electric cars, Frank. Yes. That's literally it. I know that's what it is. I've been seeing a lot of new Teslas so, out there. Do you think that's just so they could cut off the power? Like, if you have a gas car, they can't really turn it off. Yes. Like new ones, they, they can. But if you have like an old truck or something, they can't turn that. Not off. even the new ones. They can't yet. They're trying to pass a bill to make it enacted, uh, and um, it needs. They want it to be a part of the, uh, like twenty twenty five car. All cars after twenty twenty five. They could be deactivated. Yes, they have the the kill switch, as they call it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if your car's electric and computerized, Tesla style, for sure, they could shut it off. You think that's why they want to do it? I yeah. Well, I had a moment today actually when I was cruising home from work. I, I I've noticed a lot of new Teslas, like with the new plates. You know, like yeah. they're waiting for the registered plates to come in, which means people are they're biting on what's happening, right? And I was thinking. I was cruising behind a Tesla after I had just struggled to get past a Tesla driving too slow in the left lane, you know, and then, and then I'm like behind another Tesla and then there's a Tesla to the side of me and I'm like, well, there's a lot of Tesla going on here. 
I was thinking about Musk getting Twitter, and I was kind of staring at that Tesla symbol on the back end of the car, and I really started to think about how, in a weird way, that symbol could almost be nefarious in the future or like a symbol of <laughs> it almost resembles kind of like a an evil symbol in a weird way like i i started to get like em- empirical like star wars vibes you know like i don't know it was weird <laughs> i was i was looking at it for a little while and i was like i i what's weird to me is how uh, bought in how hyper bought in so many people are into tesla and elon musk like both sides of the aisle right yeah and like you yeah. could dude elon musk if he wasn't born out of this country could probably run for president man like people are really into this dude in a weird way uh and he controls a lot of stuff he controls starlink these tesla cars now Twitter, I don't know. Uh, I've said it before. There's a, there's a Bond villain thing happening here. That uh, what do they always say, Mike? Fascism will come in the form of a f- smiling face, right? Yeah. Maybe it while we're all fighting over uh, Trump, Hitler, and Biden, Hitler, we're all missing the boat on Elon Hitler. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Maybe we're all just totally blinded by the fake fight to realize that the real battle has already been lost and that there's a handful of super rich elite people who own everything and it's Bezos and Elon and that Klaus Schwab weirdo and Frico Soros Soros and Bill Gates and you know all these fucks man they're These guys are in charge. And then what's even creepier is there's people we don't even know the names of that are probably in charge of these losers. And that's the scary world. (laughs) Those are the Amber Herds. Those are the Amber Herds. She's running the whole thing. (laughs) This whole time we thought Johnny slept with her. (laughs) I mean, Elon slept with her. She She let him. Mike, this whole time it was Amber Heard and the Pangolin. That's how COVID started. <laughs> it all is full circle. <laughs> it was a threesome with Amber Heard, Tony Fauci, and the Pangolin. And the Pangolin. Oh, no way. That's how, that's how, that's how it all started. <laughs> By the way, Mike, you know, we haven't heard from him in a long time, and you know COVID's coming back, baby. Who is dying in- no theme song, by the way. It's a Thursday show. It's uh, it's tight editing schedule. I, yeah, I, really, yeah. I didn't have time. I'm sorry. I hate to Tour disappoint day. the fans. I know. <laughs> the sort of later stages of this pandemic, why do we still see, even though the death toll is down significantly, why are we still seeing people dying? Well, there, there are two groups of people that are really accounting for the, for the <laughs> severe disease hospitals. He looks terrible, by the way, man. No. Yeah. I I think he took too many boosters, dude. Boost! Uh, <clears throat> Frank, one thing you got to realize is uh, when, when you get kicked off of uh, cable news, oh, yeah, you, also, that's right. you also lose the cable news makeup team. <laughs> makeup team, that's right. This is, this is Channel 11 makeup team. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty much Susan from the community college. <laughs> Their mom's makeup kit. Like. It's, not, it's not the glory days when he was in the pros <laughs> over at Fox and... 
CNN, MSNBC. You had a uh, hair person. You oh, know, you had a person just for the cover up. Those glorious like, and, uh... Sundays on Face the Nation. <laughs> Remember the pitch. Organization <laughs> <laughs> and death. Uh, one group certainly <laughs> is the unvaccinated, because unfortunately in this country, we have a substantial number of people who have. So he's talking about the unvaccinated, but I lo- I I find it fascinating where this jabron goes here. Not been vaccinated at all. We only have about 67 percent of the entire population is fully vaccinated. And those who are vaccinated, only about half of those have received a booster. So. Unvaccinated oh, yeah. are accounting for some of the severe disease and death. But- did you catch that? Mm. Why, did, why didn't you give the percentage? You just gave oh, about half of that other group. So, uh, <laughs> did you catch that? I love yeah. that. Yeah. And the fact that he has to say it out loud now. We've entered a whole new level of the game at this point. So you only fooled two-thirds of the America into getting your shots. And then of the two-thirds, you only convinced half of those people. Yep. Uh, I'm no mathematician. <laughs> but I think that's one-third. <laughs> yeah. Mike, we talked about this forever. How nobody got and, the booster. And I want to know how many of those got the second boost. That's what... And so... Dude... Uh, you're psycho, man. I, that's literally what I got from this guy is he's not even talking about that fourth shot, which they pushed so hard like two months ago. I, I don't think anyone got the second shot. The second right. booster, sorry. The se- <laughs> yeah, no, There's, like four. We're, we're on to so many boost shots. I can't even, I don't even know the right terminology anymore at this point. I, I well, I think what he's saying in this, and you're right, uh, math magicianly wise, uh, I I believe that you're about a third of the public got that third shot, right? First boost, yeah. And I don't, I, I'm willing to bet it's a lot less got that fourth shot. Hmm, that's interesting. Interesting, they're not giving you those numbers. I that's exactly what I I you know. We love Fauci's language, man. The guy chooses. Oh, he's, the he's a master of language. Oh. And he chooses very specific words either to distract you with how long they are. Oh, yeah. right? <laughs> or <laughs> he distracts you with <laughs> syllables. Or, <laughs> or, he, or <laughs> he says these outrageous, outlandish things. And by... He says like a bunch of numbers that never actually add up, but then you have to just pause it and think about it, and you're like, wait, wait, wait. So basically you're saying no one took your stupid shot. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at the statistics, the diminution of the percentage of the population that is getting my shot. Uh, uh, listen, Dana, I don't want to talk numbers. <laughs> Can we? Can we talk about that pitch? <laughs> Don't you remember how I threw the pitch? It was beautiful. Beautiful day. Beautiful pitch. Remember I ate the nachos? I dropped the cheese. I dropped the cheese on the shirt. We all had a good laugh. It was a great day. Can we go back? 
but you're absolutely correct. Oh my God, Mike. The impression, I can't even tell the difference at this point. <laughs> there are vaccinated people who get infected, some of whom go on to severe disease and death. Those are vaccinated people, some of whom go on to severe <laughs> disease and death. That's what he just said. Vaccinated people who go on to severe disease and death. Mike, do you remember when they said 95%? <laughs> safe and effective dude now you get the vaccine you may end up in the hospital you may have severe de- disease you may die <laughs> you may die but the death would have been worse without the vaccine i promise you i promise you you go to heaven they won't even let you in unless you boost it <laughs> it's religious. You nailed it. Though. It is religious as well. It's like taking your communion before you die. Like, make sure you get your booster, otherwise St. Peter he won't let you through the gates. <laughs> you want to go up there? You want to cough on God? You cough on God and you're not boosted. <laughs> you're gonna give him the COVID. Come on. Come on. You don't Th- want to go. Think about everybody else. You know, don't just think about yourself. Okay. What if your grandma's dead? You go, you die. You go up to heaven. You don't. Want- <laughs> you don't want to kill your grandma in heaven. Come on. You know, there's a lot of grandmas up there. <laughs> don't be selfish. Now's not the time for your freedom. Okay. That's incredible, man. I think there's more. Very heavily weighted (laughs) towards the elderly and those with underlying conditions. Oh, like it's been for two years? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, actually, Dana, breaking news. Breaking news. We just realized it's killing old and sick people. Yeah, no. Adam Carolla said that in 2020, but uh, we just figured it out. Took us $400 million. We figured it out. We ruined the economy. Killed a lot of puppies in the process, but it's, it's okay. Figured it out. Those whose immune system... Couple puppies, couple kids. We figured it out, you know? You figure it out. Compromise for one reason or other, either through underlying disease or medications that they're on. So as long as you have vulnerable people in the population... Even though the unvaccinated are going to be much more at risk, even vaccinated with underlying conditions and a high degree of susceptibility to severe disease will account for those deaths that we're still seeing. And you're absolutely correct. The deaths are substantially lower now than they were six, eight months ago. But nonetheless, right now we're starting to see an uptick in infections. We went way up and then we came very far down, and now we're starting to see an inching up of infections, and even in some regions of the country, even hospitalizations. Wow. Do you know who's going to the hospital? It's the vaccinated. I even saw an article here in Colorado. It was in the the Denver Post, and it was about how COVID is on the rise, but weirdly, it's all vaccinated people. (laughs) And they said in the article, the reason they believe is because vaccinated people are more prone to getting tested. That's the theory. 
Yeah, but I thought you just get tested no matter what when you're in the hospital. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, they can't. No, the truth is starting to come out. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. There's no, there's no lie. There's no uh, yeah. way to lie. You can't lie your way out of this anymore. The people, the dude, again, Frank, six months later, the conspiracy you, theories. Frank, you remember AZT? <laughs> yeah. Wow, AZT, nice callback. Mm. The one that I killed. I can lie my way out of anything, Frank. <laughs> AZT is the one that killed the orphans, right? Yeah, I think it was, right? It was. AZT was the uh, vaccine trial be... that killed the orphans. That Fauci yeah. somehow survived career wise, professionally. He's good with words, he's good with his language, Mike. I really had to use a lot of four syllables. Yeah. That was a, it was a tough meeting. It was a tough meeting. <laughs> a lot more than just a diminution, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you kill a thousand kids, people start to ask questions. Yeah, how is this guy still in office? Oh, uh, dude, kids are dying. From, well, I told you, you got to see the video of this guy lately. He looks really bad. And he mentioned in a previous, um, you know, I like this podcast, No Agenda. And he was talking, they played a clip of him talking about how he's not going to be in the media much anymore yeah. because he's uh, he has some sort of undisclosed health issue that he doesn't want to talk about, you know, because he wants medical privacy like the rest of us asshole <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> how how about dr fauci will come to a compromise you don't have to tell us except if you want to enter a grocery store a, <laughs> restaurant, a restaurant a hospital or any public setting with people any public setting. is that fair okay yeah, yeah, All right, good. yeah that's that's yeah. fair fair to me yeah or he could just wear a mask everywhere that's what I think he should do. Oh no, he should have to wear two masks the rest of his life. Yeah, I I've said it from the beginning. He he should have it sewn to his face, but that's <laughs> that's harsh. I still like the harsh. I still like the idea of the tattoo instead of a teardrop under the eye. Oh you yeah, a little, a little mask. <laughs> mask. Yeah, so we know you were part of that group. <laughs> So, do you think they're going to bring it back? I have another clip um, that I didn't splice up uh, for today. It's for Sunday. But um, I think they're going to... I think you're right. I've been debating you on this, but I think they're bringing it back, man. So, the the only I, reason I'm saying they're I, bringing it back is just before we started this, I was watching uh, CNN. Right. And Anderson Cooper, they were talking about. Uh, I was, I couldn't believe it. They were talking about uh, China, yeah, and the lockdowns that are going right now, right, right now, and North they're like, Korea. They're like, this is in, this is terrible. I can't believe they're doing this. This is so inhumane. And the whole time, I'm like, dude, you guys are acting as if I don't remember three months ago. That's what you wanted. Uh, <laughs> Mike, we're going to go over it in uh, on Sunday. I have a clip of Fauci being grilled in front of Congress uh, last week um, uh, no where he refuses to admit that, that, that we instituted lockdowns. Wow. They are claiming, wow. the left is claiming we did, they did not institute lockdowns. Wow. So who did? Mike the plumber? I did it. I, I'm. I think that I was the one. Look, God. this is going to be their argument with the vaccines. It already is. It was voluntary. So were your lockdowns. You volunteered for it. 
Wow. I know that's what they're they're You're right. I'm telling you. That's their only way out of it. It's political suicide. They're already doing it in New Zealand or Australia. I can't remember which of the two, but there are all these um, problems coming out with heart issues and strokes, and the government in New Zealand, I believe, is coming out and saying, look, you volunteered to take these vaccines. <laughs> volunteered with your gun to my head, you fucking assholes. Mike, they didn't force you to take it. They only said they were going to take away your job and your means to buy food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't leave your house. You couldn't leave your house. They were they didn't put a gun to your head. No. You were free to stay in your house as long as you wanted without the vaccine. <laughs> yes. They would bring food to your doorstep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I think that's going to be the argument. I, I really believe. Wow. I, I haven't dug. I haven't had time, so we're, I'm going to do it over the weekend, and we'll, we'll check it out on Sunday. But <clears throat> this, this is the argument. I know this is what they're going to go with, which is we never locked down. We never forced anything on you. You you volunteered to do this for your safety. People are not stupid, man. Everybody knows. Oh, come on. I guess they are that stupid. They are are that stupid. It doesn't matter. Especially the... Mike, he told you to drink bleach. He said it. He said it. I was just thinking all these He told them to storm the Capitol. He said it. Uh, He said it. Did you see Lori Lightfoot called to arms? She did. And, and, uh, yeah, fucking stupid cunt. It's it's kind of funny coming from her, a person who's running a city that essentially is at arms at all times. All you talk about all day, every day. All day, every day is getting rid of guns. Right. And now you're calling to arms. Go fuck yourself. You made it impossible to buy guns in Chicago. You can't get a handgun in Chicago. Uh well you can make one right I think you can 3D print it or <laughs> uh, you, can get, you get the ghost guns it's actually an ingenious that's actually an ingenious idea the ghost gun yeah how does it work so they um pretty much like the the hand like you know like the handle and like you know how there's like this there's like the body of the gun right it'd be like carbon fiber or like you know mm-hmm whatever so they have it almost 100 it's like almost formed right it's like as it's completely formed into one but all the extra bits haven't been cut off okay you know what i mean yeah like it just came out of the mold right and then they so they sell you that plus the this little like template that you clamp onto it and then it's got like all the holes so you could drill the holes perfect and then you know get rid of all the excess Right, and then you ha- then you have like your own gun, <laughs> you know. But technically, you made it yourself, but not really. Wow, you know. Yeah, and then you could buy all the other parts, like the bolts, the receiver, the receiver, the barrel. Yeah, I've talked to Snake about um, how you he can like he said he could three D print a gun if he wanted to. Yeah, the whole a whole gun, like that stupid little plastic that shoots one bullet. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's a gun, right? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really... I'm not I'm too not into sure. that, but, you know, I know it's a thing. <laughs> I know it's a thing, but... I'd yeah. rather have a ghost gun than a fucking 3D printed gun. <laughs> yeah, probably. I guess me too. 
<laughs> or you can just go buy a gun. <laughs> yeah, but then the government knows about it. You know, Big oh, brother. that's right. You know, yeah. the ghost gun, no serial number. Yeah. Well, so. well, just wait for our gun buyback. That's what they did in Australia, right? That's basically yeah, how they... they stole everybody's guns. That's how they instituted the, all the COVID stuff. I know. Is that not a lesson, man? How do we not pay attention to that? I feel like that message reverberated around the world. And yeah. did you notice the Second Amendment stuff got really quiet on the left when the Ukraine thing happened? And it was all rah, rah, rah. Like, let's support these people who need guns and weapons. And <laughs> I, or arming themselves <laughs> and you know, starting militias. The, the narrative... You know what's funny is, now that I really kind of think about it, the last month or so has been this bizarre, like, reversal of narrative for the left on every issue you could imagine. Like, they went nutso on Roe v. Wade, but then it's like, well, then what's a woman, huh? You know? <laughs> oh, gotcha! You know? And then they went nutso, like, they went nutso on Ukraine, and everyone's like, well, what about gun rights, huh? 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 Oh. See, like it's weird. Like I feel like the left like owned themselves like really hard over the last month. It's really weird. It's hard. It's hard to like feel sorry for them almost, you know, because they were yeah. they were so insane on so many subjects, and especially these. Like, okay, you're you're all about my body, my choice. Well, what about the vaccines, assholes? Okay, well, yeah, everything just crumbled. There's all no your narratives have crumbled within a few weeks. It's incredible. It's what, hap- it's what happens when it's not based on logic. Eventually, it all just falls apart. Do you know what yeah. other narrative crumbled that nobody talks about at all, but it, I've been bringing it up kind of periodically? Are you ready, Mike? You're gonna oh, I can't it. wait. Celebrity chef Mario Batali was found not guilty yesterday of indecent assault and battery. The 61-year-old was accused of groping a woman at a Boston restaurant in 2017. Batali opted to have a judge, not a jury, determine his fate. The judge found the accuser's story lacked credibility and that the photos the two took together did not provide any proof that an assault took place. Oh, he fucking did it. I didn't know it was just a grope. What did you think it was? I well look, dude. This was during Me Too. Do you remember this? Yeah. This literally happened during the Me Too movement. I thought he like uh, cause he was Mario Batali. He had all these TV shows and shit. I thought yeah. he was um Weinsteining chicks in the food industry for like gigs oh, in his no. restaurants. He's no. not that powerful. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he groped. Yeah. He groped someone in a picture allegedly. Right. That's. That's what happened. The guy lost everything, man. Yeah. Well, he deserves it. Look at him. He's a fat pig. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you know who loved Mario Batali? Nona loved Mario Batali. Yeah, she loved him, yeah. I was heartbroken when this happened. I was like, no, not you too, Mario Batali. No. His shows were so good. And he said... Molto Mario, dude. Molto (laughs) Mario. I was trying to think of the name. Yeah, Yeah. it was the best fucking show, man. He was... Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. I loved Molto Mario. The best. He was okay. I'm going to give him okay. Ah. 
I loved Molto yeah. Mario. It was hilarious. It, it was cultured. It was so Italian. You don't get that kind of shit anymore. And everything is so f- fake and plastic. And the, I don't know. There's no more Anthony Bourdain's or Mario Batali's. Oh, yeah. Come on. Bourdain was way better than Batali. Bourdain is, he's the, you know, he's the greatest. But yeah. I just wish we had more kind of characters out there instead of just plastic that little, carbon that copy. little fat bald guy. Oh, Zimmerman. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, the one right. who goes around eating uh, the bugs. The and weird, weird shit. Dude, <laughs> shit this, is, uh, been... this is camel dung. Oh, it smells yeah, like oh, shit. No. All right. Kind of good. I don't know. <laughs> even, dude, even worse than that is when he's like in the slums of India. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to eat out of this, this from this cart. And you're like, dude, <laughs> give me diarrhea just watching it. I can't I, even imagine. I literally break out in sweats just like, what oh, is going on? Yeah. I can't even imagine how the air smells, <laughs> let alone that food. And you're just fucking gonna eat. You're gonna eat that, dude. You're right. He's always like, eat, like, with his hands, you know, and just like scooping. Oh, it's. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. That guy has not washed his hands. That's ever. what I'm saying. It's the grossest show ever. It, it, and he's scooping your food. Uh, yeah. Do you know what's funny? And I feel like this was all on Travel Channel back in the day. This is Travel Channel kind of stuff, but, uh. I would go, I would go upstairs and Dad would be watching um, Anthony Bourdain and this is like, man, this is before he was like he had his show was like super huge and people you know and everyone was talking about it. But he, uh, <laughs> I would go upstairs and Dad would be watching Bourdain. And I'd be like, oh, what are, you, what are you watching there? And he'd be like, be like, oh yeah, this the show's great. This guy goes around the world getting drunk with a bunch of people. It's fantastic. Players. <laughs> Eating tacos. <laughs> and, and I'm not kidding. Every time I would like like check it out with him, he, Anthony Bourdain would be like doing sake bombs with a bunch of Asian dudes, you know? Like every, every episode it felt like that. It was so. And then I got older and I actually kind of s- <clears throat> settled in and watched like a series of episodes, you know, like the whole series that he had. And I literally almost cried. <laughs> so, yeah? Yes. I, I, M and I was about, it was probably during the pandemic, actually, now that I think about it. We watched, we just like rolled through his, his, um, No Reservations series. And I think two things got me. Like, one, like at the time he had, he was gone and the world was all messed up. And all I could think about was like how wonderful the world was and how communal people were. And I had feared that we'd lost that at that time yeah and i i now i feel like i don't think we did but um i also what what got me was we'll never have another guy like that who was going around the world and who could literally this it was like a six foot something gigantic white dude who would show up in like thailand and just be the most oddball character in this village. And they would welcome him with open arms, and he'd be sitting in this family of, like, a dozen people sharing communal food with these people that he had never met before. Like, you'll, our culture will never have another person like that. Kind of like um, Irwin, the crocodile hunter. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah, well, Steve Irwin. These are characters I f- just feel like are so iconic yeah, and just unique, right. and, and people just welcomed them into their lives no matter what. They, you, you'll never have 
You'll never have that again, I feel like, you know? Especially with Bourdain. And when I watch old episodes with the guy, I, I was just thinking, like, man, that, that was something special. Thank you.